This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith, Real Science, Truth Coincide with Real Mormon Scholarship, by Michael R. Ash, read by Ned Scarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. Before we get to Book of Mormon geography, archaeology, and anachronisms, as well as related issues such as DNA, we need to take another side trip to a general topic that relates to the studies of these issues, Mormonism, science, and truth. Joseph Smith explained that one of the grand fundamental principles of Mormonism is to receive truth, let it come from whence it may. We should gather all the good and true principles in the world and treasure them up, he said another time, or we shall not come out true Mormons. While science is enabled to answer the questions about the purpose of life, the hereafter, or many other things that must be taken on faith, accurate science is necessary for telling us about the world in which we live. As Elder John A. Witso said, Truth is forever truth. Scientific truth cannot be a theological lie. Dr. Francis S. Collins, head of the Human Genome Project and an atheist who became a non-LDS Christian, explains that science is the only legitimate way to investigate the natural world. Yes, experiments can fail spectacularly. Interpretations of experiments can be misguided. And science can make mistakes. But the nature of science is self-correcting. No major fallacy can long persist in the face of a progressive increase in knowledge. Francis Collins, The Language of God, page 228. It's my opinion that there are at least a few immutable laws that govern all things in all places, and that even God adheres to those laws. Some would argue that uh, he is part of such laws or created these laws. Other laws may be specific for individual realms or spheres and cannot typically be broken or broken frequently without causing havoc in that sphere. Science is the tool by which we can learn something of those laws as they pertain to our mortal existence. Through the years, some members have claimed that God gives us false information through science to test our faith. To apply a quote attributed to Albert Einstein, I believe God is subtle, not malicious. Other vocal members have made anti-science comments or have implied that science and intellectualism are at odds with faith and truth. While it's okay to believe that science doesn't have all the answers, we need to be careful not to turn healthy skepticism into cynicism of the methods and knowledge that make our world a better, safer, and healthier place. We must remember that God is also the author of science. What does this have to do with the Book of Mormon? First, we should be careful not to conflate folklore, opinion, and tradition with revelation. In the absence of revelation on any topic, we are left on our own to form theories and conclusions. Second, our intellectual efforts 
should utilize the tools of science and scholarship, such as evidence, analysis, and argument. Third, we should also be wary of those who claim that science has proven the Book of Mormon. Years ago, LDS anthropologist Dr. John Sorensen wrote an article lamenting the myths contrived and perpetuated by LDS writers using bad logic and even worse science. Such approaches, Sorensen wrote, are naive, logical, inconsistent, and in the end are harmful to the church and members. How could supposedly faith-promoting material be harmful? Sorensen gave three reasons. First, they train the reader that serious critical thought is unnecessary and maybe even undesirable, that any source of information will serve no matter how unreliable, and that logical absurdity is as good as sound analysis. Second, the reader gets the false impression that all is well in Zion, that the outside world is being forced to the LDS point of view and that the only role LDS scholars need to play in Book of Mormon-related studies is to use scissors and paste effectively. Third, the underlying complexity and subtlety of the Book of Mormon are masked by a pseudo-scholarship to which everything is simple. Such pseudo-scholarship, Sorensen points out, sets up a straw man Book of Mormon to attack based on what Mormons have said about it instead of what it says itself. As Hiram Smith once said, it is better not to have so much faith than to have so much as to believe all the lies. When we examine issues like Book of Mormon DNA, geography, and archaeology, we need to approach these topics with real science and scholarship, not pseudoscience and soft assumptions. We need to be prepared to change our views from what we have been taught through non-revelatory sources such as tradition and folklore. In doing so, we can gain new insights on those things that have been restored by the power of God. If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. Questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that of Fair Mormon. Thank you.